welcome to another episode of Chris Reed's Book. Welcome to this week's episode of Chris Reed's Book. This is the fifth episode, also the fifth chapter of my first novel, Mystery and Deceit from Earth to Mars. I am Chris Pullman, and this is a podcast where I read for you all the chapters out of my book. This is a serial podcast, so if you haven't listened to the other four episodes, I would highly suggest that you go and listen to those first. You can head over to narclaninc.com slash chrisreadsbook, or search for Chris Reed's book on iTunes or your favorite podcast application. I think after uh, either uh, this episode or the next one, I'm going to start combining uh, chapters because this is a pretty short episode. I'm still only going to do one chapter in this episode, but it's only roughly two pages, and I think that's going to end up being a little shorter of a podcast than I'd like, but we will see. Also, if you hear a baby in the background, uh, that is my daughter, Ryan. She she is uh, just being a little fussy tonight, so I will credit her in, in the podcast information in case you want to hear all the episodes where she's crying. Anyway, uh, let's get into this week's episode. This is a confluence of influence, and we get to meet Chaos for the first time. Why do I doubt the effectiveness of that approach? Chaos said, stroking his goatee. Oh, that's right. It already failed you once. Chaos, Matthew said, leaning forward across the desk toward him. It didn't work, because the political climate then worked against us. We can learn from it, though. We can vary the approach. It can work. Chaos leaned forward, glaring out of the tops of his eyes at Matthew. The man would be useful in days to come, certainly, but when he espoused using a plan that had already failed... How can it work? Convince me. Quite easily. We vary the pressure. We grow independent and extremist groups. That way, there's not a single group to focus on like there was with the dissidents. In the best-case scenario, we can use several of them to form a strong coalition. We then use one of those groups as a vehicle to seize power. Worst case, we keep a few groups centrist and use the extreme ones as scapegoats. It did make some sense. Like a name brand also making the generic product. <laughs> Chaos said, understanding. It was an appealing idea. You could get such groups up and running? Sure thing. Only take a few phone calls. Friends from the old days, Chaos thought, feeling it in Matthew's mind. What stopped you Matt, last time, Matt? The political climate, I told you. Things had begun turning around. The government's plan was... It was working, you see. Our rhetoric of the time had run its course and had been used up. The movement ran out of steam, Matthew said with a shrug. What did Patain and you really discuss? Chaos asked. I, I, I don't, I don't see how that bears any relevance uh, to our current discussion. Matthew replied, but Chaos could see it clearly. Matthew had taken a deal. His movement had been running out of steam. 
though it was how he had handled their funds that ended the movement. He had taken liberties with the party's coffers. Oh, I would say that selling out your movement in order to avoid a slap on the wrist is relevant, Chaos said. Don't ever try to hide things from me, Chaos said to him, using that power of voice he had borrowed from Jessica. Just because I give you more latitude than ordinary troops does not mean I am willing to give you free reign. Give me any reason to doubt you, and I will take those freedoms away. You know I can. You know what happened to her. Yes, sir, Matthew said. He was enough of a seasoned politician to remain outwardly in control of himself. Chaos knew better, though. He could feel Matthew's swirling emotions. Everyone knew what had happened to Jessica, why it had happened. And none were as precious to Chaos as she had been. Very well, then. Get on with it, Chaos said dismissively. Matthew rose and left, never giving any outward impression of his inner fear. Remember to always keep those around you at arm's length, Chaos's persistent inner voice said to him. Trust no one. You know you can't anymore. They all want to seize power from you. Don't give them the chance. Rein them in. Instill fear in them. The voice was right. Chaos was doing the right thing, keeping his commanders constantly guessing. That is A Confluence of Influence, Chapter 5, Episode 5. A very short episode this week. Uh, yeah. I think I will start combining the chapters once they get once we get past this next one, because that is going to be of a decent length. Uh, chapter 6, episode 6, so next week, James's Dispatch. We'll start after that one, combining, because that's a pretty good length too, I think. But we'll see. This is all kind of an experiment as we go along, uh, so thank you for bearing with me. Uh, again, this podcast, if you are enjoying it, if you enjoyed this episode, the best way you could help support me and this podcast is to help grow the audience. Share it with a friend, with a family member, somebody who you think would be interested in listening to it. You can do so by looking on iTunes or your favorite podcast application for Chris Reed's book. Or if you don't do the podcast thing, you can head over to narclaninc.com slash book. All the raw mp3 files are there of all the episodes I've done. You can download them, put them on your mp3 player, and play them anytime. If you have any comments, questions, or just want to send uh, a message to me, you can find me on Facebook and on Twitter, and I have links to my author Facebook and Twitter over on narclanic.com, or else you can send an email directly to me, chrisreadsbook at narclanic.com. That'll come to my uh, email inbox, and I will read every email that comes through that way. Once again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Let me know if you did or not. In the meantime, I hope to see you back next week, and have yourself a good week.